Howdy, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On This Podcast, the premier podcast of the premier improv team at Kansas State University, On The Spot. My name is Zach, and I've got another wonderful spotty here with me today. Yeah, my name's Garrett. Hey. Hey. It hit me that this is the last time I'm going to do this, like, as I was starting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. This is our, like, little, our little senior podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. sad one. Yeah, a little, a little sad, but that's okay. It had to happen it, at some point. It did, or we could have just, like, ran away and not acknowledged anything. That's true. We could have just, yeah, left you guys with nothing, but we figured we'd do one more, especially because we've been a little bit uh, less consistent, I suppose, this semester with podcasting, but it sounds like the new exec board's very interested in, you know, keeping this going. Good for them. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah. So you'll probably get more content, but... Not from us. Not from us. I will no longer be your host. Garrett will. Garrett and I will both die after this. Yep. We're uh, we're just done. You will not hear for us in any capacity. You um, will not. Yeah, we'll be recluses. We will fade away into obscurity. I, for one, am going to go live in the mu- 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 <laughs> the mountains in Montana. There we go. I thought you just said mud. And yeah, just I'm like, just going to go. I'm going <laughs> to jump into a puddle of mud and disappear. I'm going to live with the piggies. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go on a pig farm and just raise pigs. <laughs> but I'll be one of them. Yeah, but yeah. God damn, Garrett, we did it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Both of our, I don't know, I'd say non-traditional journey to being on the team. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was going to say, if you want, I think that's something that I've <laughs> talked about on the podcast before, but uh, if you want, how many, because how many times did you have to try out to get on the team? It was two times, but okay. I got on in the spring, which isn't something that we always do at yeah. spring auditions. I was going to say, I think the only time, because Brayden and Lauren got on in the spring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I remember it was cold when we, because I remember when we did their senior day and we were at the garden, we threw snow in the fountain. Yeah, we we spent so long trying to like throw snowballs into like a pipe. Yeah, into a pipe that was at a at a fountain that was shut off because it was the pipes were would have frozen if the water was on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, I for, I forgot for some reason in my head I always just remember you getting on in the fall. But yeah, you got on the spring before me. So mm-hmm. yeah, you were only on the team for a semester before I got on. Yeah. Yeah. And then you tried out three times. I tried out three times. I honestly, yeah, I, I'm glad I got on when I did because I don't think my, I think my first audition was like, okay, second audition, I was like, yep, I'm not getting on. That was a bad audition. And then third time, uh, just kind of tried on a whim and got on. Mm-hmm. Crazy how it happens. Yeah, I know. Especially like the timing for me. I'm, I am so incredibly thankful that I didn't get on the team first semester. Yeah. Um, I was just so ended up being so incredibly busy and it just would have been I feel like a bad experience to have trying to start that and juggle all the other things especially with starting in a fraternity as well fall is incredibly busy and there's so many new things yeah yeah and I know for me like I don't know if you feel this way but I'm kind of glad I didn't get on my freshman year specifically just because I was like I had so much just growing as a person to do that year Mm -hmm. and like even just like I mean I'm a I was talking with I don't know who I said this to, um, but I was talking to someone about uh, just, like, the difference between me, like, now and, like, freshman year. Like, the college, all of college feels like it could have fit into, like, my senior year of high school in just terms of, like, how fast it went by. Mm-hmm. But it also feels like this is the most, like, development I've ever had in, like, any per- period of my life. Even, like, year by year. Like, freshman, beginning of freshman year of me and, like, end of, like, freshman year of me was completely different person. So I'm kind of glad I got on the team when I did. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. It's just like I can I can look back on college and say, you know what? You can learn all that stuff online. You can do whatever. But just the communities and just the peers that push you to grow and push you to change and push you to find who you are, mm-hmm. I think that's worth every penny of it. Yeah. That and, like, I've talked about this a little – not necessarily on the podcast, but, like, especially I talk to a lot of people in my major about this where – I think podcast or not podca- podcasting is a, <laughs> this is the, this is all we got this is the college. only reason I came to college <laughs> <laughs> podcasting uh, uh, no I feel like college is just like a good not like egregiously so but like it's a good place to kind of just like mess up in and like fail and like make mistakes yeah because like in the real world like even like you know you can like learn how to act socially and like you can learn how to just like be professional and like do all these things like within my major within my friend groups like there are things like that I think if I had made mistakes out in the, like, real world, air quotes, mm-hmm. um, 
then like yeah it would have been way worse if i had like then if i had like made them here in an environment where it's like okay people we're all kind of on like the same foothold and we're all in in an environment where we're all like trying to figure things out for the first time and i think like college is just nice because it's just such a concentration of people who are all kind of in the same boat as you like after this like like i had this thought the other day where i was like applying for jobs like this is the last time i'm ever gonna like work with people that are my age in terms of like like Mm -hmm. now like next job i get i'm gonna be working with like people of all ages different experiences whereas like here everyone kind of is in the same boat as me yeah no i i completely agree where it's just kind of like hey you have this environment to fail and it's not uh you know i guess you're paying quite a bit of money to go to college but yeah financially it's a completely different thing to where it's like hey if you're to buy for example all this really nice podcasting equipment and mm-hmm. you completely failed now you just have a lot of money invested in something that you're not going to do, right? Yeah. Whereas, and, like, here, the equipment we are using to record this podcast, I did not pay for. It is just, no. it is a very nice, we are in a studio at a radio station that I take a zero credit hour class to be a part of, so I am not paying for any of this. So, yeah, it's like a lot of resources. Yeah, and it's not like you don't invest in college. Certainly, you pay a lot of money to be here, mm-hmm. but you can have access to all these super incredibly nice things and you could be like, hey, one semester I was a part of this, and then I was a part of something else that had incredibly nice resources, right? You mm-hmm. get access to be able to change and experience all those uh, different things, and I think that's so, so valuable. I guess this is just a why you should go to college uh, podcast now. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I don't know. This is also just, like, I guess our experience, which, like, everyone's is unique, so. Yeah, we've certainly found a lot of benefit from it so yeah I'm very thankful for that i was gonna say i think we lucked out in terms of just like finding good things in college specifically just around like the improv team too mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah damn oh yeah we had our senior show yeah that was nice we did that was that was a really good show i felt like i had a great time i, I did was, too i was in every game <laughs> yeah i know i i said this to you during the show but i was like I was sweating so much. I didn't realize how long, like how much effort it was going to be to be on stage for an entire hour and just like doing, cause we also picked like a decent amount of like physical games. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had like a really good crowd. Both of our parents, I mean, your parents had come to like the last was three, like, shows. three shows. Yeah. Yeah. They sick. Were, yeah. They were coming out. They were committed. I was very, I don't know. Very happy to have them. We got dinner before every show. You That's know? nice. And just kind of like, yeah. Good family time. Yeah, they talked to me a little bit after the show. They were very nice. It was very nice seeing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it feels. I don't know. We also like got up on stage and gave little like talks about like, thank you. <laughs> Just yeah. yeah, essentially. But no, it was a very nice. A very nice send off. I think we just had like a really good crowd. I feel like that was like one of our better shows of the semester too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly biased. Yeah, um, definitely biased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. It was I. I felt, I felt weird being up on stage for that long too. Though. It did feel. So I was weird, like, yeah. okay, it's not my. It's my. It's somebody else's turn. <laughs> yeah, I think that was. I think you and I are both similar in the fact that like we like to give other people their like time to shine, and like I think we're both like decently good like support improvisers mm-hmm. on the team. Where yeah. and it felt very weird to be like we are the center of attention all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> felt like. That was evidence, and that when we played human props, we're you're just kind we're just kind of like yeah we're the props yeah we're the pro- yeah we're gonna be the props. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that and like I don't know if you felt this way during the long form, but there was a lot. I feel like I didn't go into the long form that much, um, mm-hmm. other than like I think the biggest bit I had was when I was birthed from Morgan. Yes, that after was, com- oh. I'm glad she backed up. Like essentially, what happened was like there were like two pregnant people. <laughs> and Morgan was like having her baby and no one was going in as the baby and I saw like I'm pretty sure she meant for someone to do this but she backed up against the curtain that we had and so I saw that and I immediately ran backstage and then if you had been backstage you would have seen me like kind of like poking my fingers out from under the curtain to try and find her feet for like a good minute or so and then I found them and then I finally came out and like birthed myself but yeah that was funny Tim that also was... had a great line where he was just, he was, Tim was a doctor and he's like this baby has a mustache oh I love that because the whole thing was, she, um, her husband. She was like, I can, I can never marry somebody who works at Go- Golden Corral. Lo yeah. and behold, he works at Golden Corral, right? Mm-hmm. And when they said that, she was pregnant. But then they came on later and established that he'd been working there for seven years. And yeah. she's like, I'm pregnant. And she's like, 
crap. I have been. I'm still, still pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> I have been pregnant for seven years. This is the same baby. So Zach came out as the baby. Yeah. Fully mustachioed. Yep. Just I just came out as me essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had. Because yeah, she also said that she was ten meters dilated. Yeah, on ten accident. meters dilated on accident. So she just had a fucking huge. <laughs> but like all of those just like random mishaps came together to just be like, no, it all it all completely makes sense. I feel like since we've started doing a Spokane, we've had a lot of things where people will just misspeak, and then it's like, nope, that's just the world now. That's just. <laughs> and it always works. It yeah, always and like works. sometimes, like right when they say it, they'll try and walk it back, and everyone's like, no, we're not doing that. No. Yeah, I've honestly, I've really appreciated the transition to Spokane's that we've been doing in our show. Yeah, me too. I think it'll definitely help out the team uh, next year when we do, uh, or when they, I say we. TIT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when they do uh, a college improv tournament, because the Spokane was what we did when we went. Um, uh, we did Spokane. Did we? Yeah. Wow. That was the first time I'd ever done a Spokane, was leading up to that. Okay. Yeah, because I remember... Yeah, we yeah, did. We didn't do a herald. We didn't do a herald, no. Because the girl, I remember the girls' team did a herald, and then we did. Yeah, we did a Spokane. We did. It was certainly well because I all I know is we did some sort of. It may have been a Spokane. I I would agree with that. Uh-huh. Um, but we if we did a herald, we did not do the group game section of it. Yeah, we did. I'm for sure we didn't do a herald specifically because I think we had a conversation where we were like we didn't want to do a herald specifically because of like the number of people we had. Yeah. Because I think we had like a weird not necessarily like a big number, but like an odd number. We had so like it, seven or yeah, something. We had so like, it's like oh. so it wouldn't have been even or something like that. Um but yeah, I could have rem- I'm trying to remember like what other form we could have done, but I thought we did a Spokane. I would yeah, let's just yeah, Spokane. Yeah, Spokane, yeah. Nobody's, I, nobody's gonna retcon that. Yeah. Also I just realized they got new stands in here for the mics. We're moving up in the world. That doesn't matter at all, but I just noticed it. <laughs> no, I feel I feel more at ease. Good. Yeah. They're more organized. <laughs> yeah. But dang, that feels like a a lifetime ago now doing that That's, CIT. That was pre COVID. That was pre COVID. That was right before COVID, yeah. Right there. Because what was it? That was in February. Because mm-hmm. like, I remember we went to I think we did CIT and then we immediately went to trip up like the next weekend, right? I think so. Because we had I just remember like that February we had something going on every single weekend. Yeah, that was a packed February. That was a packed February. What a time to be on the team. Yeah. Made it on just in time. And then not just in time. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's been really nice, especially since I think for me the the transition away from masks at K-State, so the lifting of that mandate has really marked just kind of a, a just a large spike in enjoyment for me on the team again. Yeah. And just kind of quality of shows as well. Yeah. I think it's just like, for one, there's less obstacles we have to navigate in terms of like, because mm-hmm. it kind of like came in waves where it was like first, like we were just like, it was only us in form and we were just live streaming, which was like, a that was like a huge deal when it finally happened. And then like, we were able to have people in, but we could only have 35 people at a time. And then like that got lifted so we could have bigger crowds. And then mm-hmm. uh, people were able to like, crowd in a little bit more and like not like have to like sit far apart and then find like the mask because the mask i think the f- the first performance we had after the mask mandate was del fest yeah that got because mo- it got removed like it got removed that on tuesday yeah or that something. tuesday and then i because i remember i was like emailing and like texting all of the uh like points of contact for all the teams I was like hey guys like just heads up like our mask mandate just got lifted so like we can finally do stuff without masks so yeah, yeah. i know because i remember they, they 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 announced it like monday morning and they were like this co- comes out of effect Tuesday. Tuesday. Because I, I remember they, like, announced it Monday, said, like, this will go into effect Tuesday. It's still in place today. And I <laughs> went to the wreck, and nobody, nobody. was nobody was wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, mm, I don't know about that. I, yeah. w- I still went to class. I still wore a mask in my class. I was going to say, I, I wore a mask in the wreck and, like, anywhere on campus just because, like, for one, I'm, like, a university employee. And, like, technically, if my bosses were, like, that's technically, like, grounds for, like, a, not necessarily, like, getting fired, but, like, a, like a write-up. <laughs> yeah, a write-up or something like that. But, like, none of the rec employees were wearing masks. Like, nobody in the rec was wearing a mask. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, definitely like someone who's like, if there's a rule, I'm gonna, I'm gonna respect it, even if I think it's like, oh come on, man, like we don't really need this, but like, no. I don't know. I think it's just disrespectful, especially to like employees and stuff who had to enforce that something that maybe they didn't even like. Yeah, it's like, 
Come on, man. I'm not going to give you a hard time. Yeah, I was about to say, I didn't want to make anyone else's day or life more stressful. So, mm-hmm. plus it was like one more day. So, but yeah, then Tuesday, everything, like, I remember going into my, uh, my lecture for the first time and like <laughs> seeing everyone. Dude, I actually, okay, this is like so weird. So, um, in my media design class, um, God, I need to like text him or see if he wants to hang out. But, um, there was a guy in my media design class who always sat like three rows in front of me and we had masks on. So like, I didn't like, I was just like some dude. And then finally the mask came off and the two class periods after the mask came off, we were sitting in like, we had our lecture and then immediately we had a lab in like a different building and we were sitting down for the lab and he comes over and sits next to me and he's like, are you Zach Perez? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh dude, it's me, Kenny. It was this guy named Kenny who I used to play football with. (laughs) <laughs> like, I'd known him, like, I had played football with him from kindergarten all the way up until, I think, like, eighth grade, and oh we had just God. been sitting in this class together the entire semester, and we just hadn't <laughs> recognized each other because of our masks. Oh, my gosh. So, that was kind of crazy. So, shout out to Kenny if you're, I don't know if you listen, probably not listening, but. <laughs> we shout him out anyways. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. No, but yeah, it was just a. I don't know, great way to end off the year, I yeah. think. Just kind of... I think it definitely re-energized, like, us for shows. Um, I mean, granted, like, Del Fest was, like, a, we just had a lot of energy for that. And then... Yeah. But even, like, the show after Del Fest, like, I think we were all just, like, hyped to be up there and, like, being able to, like, yell and, like... Because that was another thing we had to deal with was just, like, the mass, like, made it so hard for people to hear us. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, nice. Nice. I think I... Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. They, they said something in an inflection that sounded nice yeah but yeah so the team is like back to definitely it's never nothing's ever really back to normal anymore it's just kind of the new normal but like this is like the team is kind of back to a place where it was before covid which is kind of a nice place to leave it in because that was like one thing that i was not necessarily like worried about but i was kind of curious about like man what's it going to be like when we leave like what's like is there going to be like new stuff that like the team's going to have to navigate or stuff like that but i'm glad that they all I'm glad that they are able to take control when we're like when we are finally like kind of in a place where the team can operate as it had before. Yeah, and I I'm very excited to have them take over as well. They're very a group of very confident and capable people. I think certainly way more confident to contribute to things than I ever was for the first you know entire time I was on the team. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I was kind of surprised. I've talked to a couple of other people like on the team and off the team about this, but. There was, like, the people that are on exec now, like, some of them, like, if you had asked me when we, like, first got all these noobs on, because what is it, like, three out of the five people on exec, Mm -hmm. well, now, because technically there's uh, six people on exec, because we added Nate as, like, a co-chair, so now four out of the six on exec are noobs, Mm -hmm. which is, like, pretty, like, huge, considering, like, we, they've only been on the team for, like, a full year, and also, like, I don't know. It was uh, it was so nice to watch all of them like develop a passion for the team. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. No, that was crazy. Like that. Like I can remember like going like specifically like I had moments when I was at like uh, Commotion, Delfest, and like Trip Up where I would be like talking with like everyone who went to those and just like seeing them get so excited and get so invested in the festivals and like I don't know. It made me like so happy and like proud of them because like I was like I am like not at all worried about leaving the team anymore because i feel like mm-hmm. these i i can see these people are passionate about it and yeah i'm very happy with our exec board and i'm very happy with all of our noobs and everyone who's going to be on the team after us mm-hmm. yeah definitely a very invested uh group of people that uh, just makes you excited for future of the team makes you want to come back for alumni shows and hang out with them again because they're a dang good group of people and there's always been a dang good group of people on on the spot, and I think that's something that we've just been really blessed and and lucky with. But we've been very intentional about that too. I was gonna say, yeah, we definitely try and build a an environment of very good, awesome people, and just like I don't know, like this is something I've all, like talking to other teams about it, like a little bit over the festival, because that was another thing that was cool this year is like we finally got to talk to other teams <laughs> and like compare notes on stuff. But yeah, just like how intentional we are about like building that environment and like building that sense of. I mean, I don't know, it's cliche, especially coming from, like, a K-Stater. But, like, yeah, yeah like, a, a, sense of, a sense of, like, yeah, like, family or just, like, a very, like, close-knit group of people. Um, not to say that, like, other teams don't do that, but I think, like, 
like just talking to a lot of them, like talking about like how they do auditions and their deliberation projects. I think we're a little bit more unique in the fact that like we actively ask ourselves, like, does anyone on this team like have a problem with this person outside of improv? Like, do you feel like this is a person that you can get along with? Like, even if you like weren't doing improv with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that always feels, I don't know, to me that always feels like, Oh, that's unfair. Oh, I don't like that. Or, you know, but it's like, you know what? Like this is a very, very much team oriented activity and you've got to be on the same page as people. And it's somebody who you want to be on good terms with. Yeah. It's very hard to do a performance where you are supposed to be goofy, silly and supporting each other when you are not fond of the people that you are doing that with. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it's always, it always feels wrong to just be like, you know what? Like I, they could be the best improviser even at K state. Yeah. But if, we do not like them. Yeah. They shouldn't really be on the team. And that's really sad. Yeah. But I think that's how you continue to have a group of people that loves each other. Yeah. Right. You have to find that group of people who will love each other because mm-hmm. that ultimately it's team sport. Yeah. Sport. We are a sport. That's we go right. to nationals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, you, you've got to be kind of a cohesive unit on that or at least not so far apart. That uh, you can't that you can't like like each other. Yeah, you can't like each other and just like perform together in a way that that's not going to affect anything. Yeah. So because certainly we are a very diverse group of people. Oh yeah, we are definitely as... yeah. There are, I would say like we all are very good friends, but we all are very different people. Yes. <laughs> Which is. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's been another one of our strengths. Is just like, we are very people, and also just like how diverse our sense of humor is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all bring a lot of good things to the table. Yeah, it's it's very diverse, but it's very, it's honestly very. It fits into like a category mm-hmm. of all the same. Yeah, it like fits within this category of like nobody's like no like I said something that's great about the team is nobody's like our brand of humor is not like offensive. Yeah, right. We really I think we really strive for like we want it to be something that everyone can enjoy. Yeah, we're we strive to have very inclusive uh i don't know why it, it did yeah that sounded like i was searching for a word i'm not <laughs> uh no yeah we i think we do strive to like have like very inclusive shows just in terms of like anyone can enjoy them and like we're not necessarily like i don't know i don't think we we also like don't punch down at all with our humor i think we're mm-hmm. very much just like i think we're very much just something like we just want people to like have a space where they can just come enjoy and like laugh for a little while and then go home mm-hmm. like it's not something where anyone needs to like feel uncomfortable necessarily I think sometimes we might skirt that line on accident, but... Yeah. I think it's just kind of the nature of, I didn't plan on saying anything, and then I've said something, it's like, oh, that has some implications that I didn't intend. I'm very sorry. Yeah. I think the furthest we usually get is mainly just during sex with when we make just very crude, like, that, crass yeah. jokes. That is That is the one, but... Yeah. But usually people are about that, because it's usually just us, like shitting on each other <laughs> yeah how about owen just roasting us in a powerpoint presentation Dude, that was <laughs> yeah uh for those listening who are not familiar a powerpoint presentation is essentially a game where uh two people are up on stage presenting a powerpoint but they don't get to see what the powerpoint says ahead of time and garrett and i said we wanted someone to make a powerpoint for us and owen immediately jumped in and was like i'll do it and the powerpoint was essentially uh just not even like subtle like just very obvious jabs at me and garrett and we were just like <laughs> having to roast ourselves in a powerpoint oh they were very tasteful it was it was good yeah it was <laughs> but, very tasteful but yeah yeah it's because yeah she's oh yeah i mean the the main things that stuck out to me is she she added you for getting stung by it was a stingray yeah and i'll admit i did there was a specifically a joke in there where I developed a slight superiority complex. I'm like, <laughs> look, I was just riding off the high of like not almost. I mean, I wouldn't have died, but like not having to like go through immense pain because I was just like, man, I'm like, yeah, because I spent two hours with people being like, you're about to like, this is going to be awful. This is going to be like a three day experience. Like you are going to cry. <laughs> you're going to pass out from pain. Like the venom is awful. And I'm just sitting there waiting for it and, and nothing happened. And so I was just. <laughs> kind of writing that like i'm invincible (laughs) (laughs) 
and then she she made fun of me for breaking my jaw. Oh yeah, um, as well. So that was a fun thing I did over winter break, um, doing some parkour on a playground with some, well, trying trying to be cool in front of some friends. That's yeah. the best kind of parkour. Um, so broke my jaw after falling eight feet onto my head. Um, learned Oof. a learned a fun lesson there. Um. Very, very thankful to not be paralyzed because that yeah is, that could have happened that could have been I I could have just been like oh there goes Garrett he's yeah. dead now yep um so so incredibly thankful to have just broken my jaw and not died <laughs> yes because I I that's something that very very easily could have happened yep well we're glad you're still here <laughs> yes yeah but the PowerPoint was very well made thank you Owen yes thank you Owen yeah we still need to see the Senior video. Yeah, I think we're gonna try and watch that either. I don't know exactly when. At some point, like this week or next week. Yeah, because I really want to see that. It was our sound wasn't working at the yeah the senior show, which made me really sad. But it, uh, even from like the thirty seconds without sound that I watched, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's yeah. so good. And also, Owen told me that she'll like give us uh or, like she'll put a folder on Google Drive so we can just see all the unedited videos. So that'll be nice. Yes. And, oh, Tim. Tim was telling me we went to Applebee's afterwards. Yeah. That he recorded his section, mm-hmm. like, three or four times. Mm-hmm. And so he recorded the first one. He's like, oh, you know, that's, like, pretty good, but I want to do it some other times. So he did, like, two more times and was like, you know what? Those were worse than the first one. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna give her the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, realized that during his fourth recording. He's like, you know what? This is a waste of time. I'm just going to send the first one. It was, it was good. And then he went back and realized that he had um, put on the auto-tune filter <laughs> of his voice for the second and third one. So he had to use the first one regardless. Well, but he still has those. I would love to hear those. Those I know. I was like, you need to show me those. Because it's like un, like just completely unaware Tim being very like serious and earnest and like sincere. Just with the <laughs> Tim auto-tune. just pouring his heart out when he's just like, I really, I need to hear these because it's just like, oh, you can't, you can't replicate that because he was 100% like, just like, yeah. not knowing. Not aware. That he had his auto-tune filter on. Ugh. Man. Yeah, I'm very excited to see them. I don't know exactly when we will, but it'll be soon, so. Yeah, within the next week or. Yeah. It won't happen. And that would be, that would be horrible. I'm that not going to let that happen. That would be sucky. That would I'll be bad. Get up at 4 a.m. and watch it if I need to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Garrett, how's your finals week looking? Well, uh, Zach, I am done with every class but one class. Ah. Yeah, so I... Ah. Ah, yeah. Just, just kind of rocking and rolling. Had everything was tests last week that were kind of counting as my finals. and Yeah. Got... Got the one class. I'm not super excited for it. It's a great class, social media web analytics. Ooh. Yeah, but the final, this is a project-based coding class, and um, everything we've done has been on the computer, and the final is written, closed book, got to be like short answer, multiple choice about coding. That sucks. (laughs) And so it's like, it's not like it's not doable, but it's also not at all like what we have been doing. Yeah. And so I'm just like, oh, nifty. <laughs> yeah. I just found out. I am in a similar boat. I only have one, like, main thing left to do now. Um, so I have, like, a like a paper that I need to write for my race and politics class, and then I have an exam for that, but, like, that's open now, so I can take it, and I'm probably going to take it, like, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But then the last final I have on Friday is for my media design, which is, like, a coding, digital design, like, media production lab. And I just found out that there are only, we originally thought like, oh, it's going to be all multiple choice questions from like our quizzes. Mm-hmm. And so like, oh, I'll study for that. And then our professor was like, hey, I'm changing it up. You have 15 minutes to do uh, 25 multiple choice questions. And then you have two hours to do the practical portion. And the practical portion can either be um, designing the front page of a newspaper that you have two hours to do in InDesign, um, redesigning a logo. Like giving like she'll give us like digital elements to make like a like an existing company's logo, but we have to redesign it with like different like design principles. Um geocoding a map 
with addresses of different colleges or uh, coding an interactive like bar graph using like and the like the the map and the bar graph all have to be coded in like javascript on this website called glitch oh my gosh and i don't want to do any of those (laughs) (laughs) well like to be fair like that kind of blows yeah but like you could straight up figure out how to do that like now i mean i know how to do it now i know it's just gonna take time because i can't like take stuff with you yeah like i can bring in like kind of like uh, like the structure, like a skeleton of like one of those things, especially like if it's code, but then I'll just have to input the data, which is going to just take a long time. Like that's what most of the two hours will take if I get just the coding typing one. data. We'll just be like, tab over. All right, that's what the data says. Tab over, put it in the thing. Tab over. What's the, what else does the data say? <laughs> Gosh dang it. I'm so glad. This is, this is a great testing of my knowledge. I was like, ah, yes. The final boss of my <laughs> senior year of college. Tab. Coding. <laughs> and the alt tab button. <laughs> tab brother oh but yeah i'm i don't know how you feeling about graduation you feeling ready nervous yeah so i've I've said this for a while i'm certainly done with classes um i you know love them but really done to ready to be done with classes at college but i really will miss the communities that i've had and the kind of the environments that i've been allowed to be a part of and and grow in uh so i'll definitely miss that i'm not quite sure if I'm ready to leave those but I'm also at the same time not really like scared to leave like I know that there will be great environments and great people where I go yeah as well so I'm not scared about that but I am still just not processed that you know she she's done yeah I think I'm in a very similar boat I think I'm also, like, I think I've told you, but, like, I'm working here over the summer. So yeah. I think part of me is just, like, I'm not really graduated yet. Like, I'm, like, I'm not leaving. I'm, like, still here. Yeah, but, like, because I have to finish out. I need to just, like, get stuff out of my apartment and, like, do some. I need to train, like, another position to, like, replace me over the summer. But, yeah, it is, like, a, a weird feeling where, like, yeah, I'm definitely not scared or anything. Because, like, I have plans and, like, I don't really feel nervous about the future mm-hmm. as much as I did, like, at the beginning of the semester. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, I know I will, like, miss people, and, like, there have been times where, like, I've even gotten, like, emotional, but I think I still haven't fully, like, I feel like it's not going to hit me until, like, towards the end of the summer when I'm, like, I actually have to, like, physically move out of my apartment. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking, yeah, but I seriously, I, I'm, that was something I pictured last night, um, I just went alumni at my fraternity, and I was just, like, I've lived in that house for four years, and it's not, you know, it's a it's going to be a really weird experience to like look back at the spot that I was living and there's just like empty shelves and empty drawers and Noah just like, I'm not moving to another room. Yeah. I'm not coming back. Yeah. You know, this is no longer my home. Yeah. I do not live here anymore. (laughs) Yeah. That'll be a very, a very strange occurrence. Yeah. That'll hit sometime. Yeah. But I feel like, because for me, like, I had an internship in Wichita last summer, right? So I worked kind of full-time during that. And so, like, my brain's like, yeah, we're doing that again. You move out, you move all your stuff, and you go to to Kansas City, and you work, and you work, and you work, and then August rolls around, and then nothing. There is nothing. There is a void. There is, my brain's like, that doesn't, there's nothing after August. You're just going to go back to school? I, like you yeah know, it's like no you just keep working <laughs> that's that's one thing that's like in my head that i keep thinking about is like there's no like so end of the year like i just <laughs> i just like i just have to do shit for the rest of my <laughs> life now like there's no like yeah there'll be things to break it up but like because i think like i don't know i think in a way school is like fried my brain because it's just like i always have something that like like a definitive like mark in time that i'm yeah. like oh now i'm going to this grade or like now i'm going to this like level of education and now for the first time it's just like there are no more marks you're gonna be doing this until you're dead <laughs> yeah i feel like there's almost like a i need to artificially make some marks just to like keep myself on track and like because i think like semesters and like that is so good for for growth in my opinion because you're just like well shit that semester sucked i didn't I need to do better. It's yeah. like it's like what people use New Year's for. It's like, oh, New Year's resolution. But like, you can do that on like a, a semester level where it's like, 
well, dang it, I really am dumb. Let me switch that up. And it's like a shorter time frame to like reflect and feel like I need to make some changes in my life. Yeah. I think also, I mean, yeah, just kind of like you said, it's, if anything, it just kind of like, it helps you like almost acts as like, not necessarily like a reset point, but it's just a time when you can like kind of take count and be like, okay, I've hit this milestone. Whereas like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I guess I'm just like, not, I don't know, not afraid or anything, but just like, I'm a little nervous about like living life without anything like that, where it's just like, this is just what I'm doing. And like, there's like, I don't know. Also, like, this is more of a personal thing, but like, this is the first time where in like my life, I don't know if you feel like this, but like, all my milestones are going to be set by me and like not by some system that I'm operating within or like people that are like, you know, Mm. like grading me or judging me or like expecting me to do things. Like, this is the first time where it's like, okay. I have the rest of my life to do to achieve whatever I want. And the only like milestones and like progress markers are going to be set by me, which kind of makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Because in the past I have been not awesome about, I don't know. I think I thrive in an environment where other people are depending on me. And this is a, a time in my life where I think I can put myself in positions like that in the future. But in terms of like my own personal goals, it's like, I'm the only one who's putting any pressure on me. Yeah, but I, but I feel like, I don't know, like, I agree with that, where it's like, oh, this is weird, but I also think, like, you're kind of selling yourself short of, like, yeah, maybe you've struggled in the past or not been as good at setting your own goals in the past because you've already been in an environment where all those structures are in place, right? And to put additional goals on top of those goals just seems like it's good, and you probably have some, but it's, like, it's a little overwhelming, like, that's a lot of goals. There's only so many things that you can care about, right? And so you're getting rid of the category of things that aren't you. And not that those were bad. Yeah. But now it's like, I feel like you're going to have effort and um, time and just kind of heart to pursue your own goals more effectively, you know? That's true. It's a good way to look at it. You know, I, I truly believe that you're going to you know, go out there and kick some butt. Thanks, Karen. I believe that about you, too. Well, thanks. No, you're welcome. No, hey. Yeah. It will be kind of interesting to work, like, only one job, if that makes sense. Mm. Because I realized this a little while ago, that I have not had, I've had three, not necessarily, none of them have been full-time, but I have, I have worked at least 30 hours a week for the past three years while I've been in college, on top of college, and I've done, like, on the spot and, like, all that other shit and, like, like, I joke about this with my dad, but, like, I feel like I'm going to have more free time than I ever have in my life when I actually get a real job. Yeah, I bet. You're – Zach is insanely involved, and that's that's impressive. He's he's gained a lot of marketable skills at college and a lot of really good friendships. I suppose you could say that. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, that's – get involved, do things, because, like, that's free experience and also, like, gives you joy in life it does and also you never know what'll like come of it for no no this is just a point now where we're talking to prospective college students again <laughs> hey. but like yeah just there is so much to be said about just doing what you want and putting everything you have into it because like the thing like my like plan after college is to go to chicago and like work with like improv clubs and like that would not have happened if i did put like all my effort into like Delfest or like or this team and it's like Mm-hmm. I remember, like, when I first started, like, even, like, while I was working on, like, Delphi stuff, I was, like, you know, there were moments where I was, like, oh, like, I really care about this, but, like, this isn't going to, like, like, I feel like I'm putting so much into something that, like, is going to be great for me, and, like, I love doing it, I'm, like, happy that I did it, but I didn't know what it was going to lead to, or, like, necessarily, like, what I would have to show for it other than that, but, which, again, I don't want to diminish, like, I'm super glad I did all of it, because everyone <laughs> had a great time, and, like, I would have... Even if I didn't get the opportunities I, like, did because of it, I would have done the same thing over again because I'm just so happy that everyone was able to enjoy it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I got, like, a, a job offer, essentially, because of it. So yeah. you never know what stuff's going to lead to. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. I think putting your full effort into something is never a mistake. Yeah. Right? Even if it doesn't seem like it pans out for you, the skills, the, the just the knowledge, the even just like the just kind of the mental fortitude that you gain from that like what that will ultimately be useful for you in you you probably don't even know like yeah. like the the what you learned in that 
is going to be so incredibly useful in your future, likely, for something completely different, right? And you're just like, oh, crap. If I hadn't, you know, planned all of Delfest that one time and put my heart and soul into that, then I would never be, you know, capable of doing this thing that I'm yeah. tasked with right now, mm-hmm. you know? And so don't don't sell don't sell yourself short get get involved in things put your time into them and yeah you would be you will be surprised with how much you can accomplish by just like deciding what you care about and like just working on it and sometimes you'll find that like stuff that you care about is just like you know you will find energy and like resolve that you didn't know you had Mm -hmm. this has been the inspiring part of the podcast yeah it's done it's done. You will not be inspired by anything else. We're we'll going to talk about world issues now. <laughs> uh, the world is too blue. Um, Damn. All right. We got to dry up the water. <laughs> yep. Dry it up. Get it brown and crusty. <laughs> yep. That's my favorite. <laughs> we d- Not polluted. No. No, we not didn't... polluted. Not polluted. We just don't want no more water. Crusty water. Cr- okay. All the water <laughs> has to have a layer of crust on it. <laughs> yes. But it's like... Sanitary crust. Yeah. There's like a little bit of sand in all the water. It's just <laughs> gross. <laughs> that's a, that's what I will be I will be running for uh the Senate appointee on the Krusty Water Committee. The Krusty Water Committee. <laughs> I don't want an actual Senate seat, but I I just I want a committee be, position. I want a committee position. I want to be on a house committee position. <laughs> for Krusty with, Water. Without being in the House of Representatives. Like, who's this guy? Oh That's uh, Garrett. This is our special appointee, Garrett. Oh, uh, what? No, we're no. not telling you <laughs> no. anything else about him. You don't deserve to know. We just run bits in Congress. <laughs> I'm sure our taxpayers would love that. Yeah. C- okay, C-SPAN would be lit, though. C-SPAN would be better than Comedy Central. It's <laughs> just Studio C-SPAN. <laughs> Studio C-SPAN. <laughs> I feel like there was something else I was about to say, but I can't remember what it was. That's not like you to say things, you know, have things Oh, it was about say. the, f- no, yeah, okay, <laughs> I remember what it was. It was kind of going back to the thing we were talking about, like, you never know, but, like, um, yeah. It's crazy how much you just can't tell the future. That's, that, that's yeah. like, that was basically the whole thought, but, like, yeah, definitely, like, it kind of just goes back to, like, you never know what's going to happen. Like, put, like, don't half-ass anything you do, uh, be good to all the people you meet, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, just... Yeah, you, you just never know. People that you meet, like, you know, like, there are people that I met, like, at the beginning of college that, like, you know, I, you know, I was friendly towards and, like, I was just like, oh, this is probably just a once-off thing. And then, like, you know, a couple years later, they become a very, like, decently big part of your life. So, yeah, like, you never know what's going to happen. So, I guess also, like, always just be nice to each other and, like, you know, keep connections because connections are also, like, a big part of, like, why colleges can be helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I never... Yeah, ne- never, never try to have the attitude of "oh, frick these people, I'll never see them again." Yeah. It's like that's just incredibly sad, right? Don't yeah. don't do that. And obviously, there's people you're not going to get along with, but try to stay at least like be able to talk to them. Yeah, you're going to disagree with people. You don't have to be friends with them, but if you see them, you shouldn't be like "ah, frick that guy." Yeah, because that's like a sad way to live life, you know, like. I don't ever want to just go through and just be like, I'm angry now because I saw this person, even if they've done something pretty, pretty wrong to me. I want to be like, you know what? I'm feeling good. Yeah. And you can't take that away from me. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, once you start letting people rule your emotions, that's just like a, I don't know. It's a bad way to go about existence because it's just constant stress. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there. They can... They can rule you pretty good. They can. People can rule your life. Coming from someone who has definitely had that problem before, but mm-hmm. yeah, just just vibe. Just have a, have a good time. Be nice to people. Be the bigger person, which is like, I don't know, having worked in like, this is me getting a bit on a soap. We're already kind of on a soapbox, but there, yeah, we've, we're on two soapboxes now, yeah, uh, but this is our senior episode and you can't stop us. No. I re- that would be impressive if you did. I was going to say, if somehow before this is even published and you come <laughs> bursting through this door, anyone listening and you stop us, kudos to you. We, <laughs> you deserve it at that point. But uh, yeah, having worked in student services and like met with a lot of students going through like interpersonal issues with like different people, so many issues that I think a lot of people have just come from like, I don't know, people stooping to each other's level, which again, like, I don't know. It's hard to definitively like 
like full chestedly like say anything because every situation is so unique and like uh nuanced but i don't know just so many times people stoop to each other's levels and are just like shitty to each other when like you know it's kind of like this is a very blown up example of like just like like cyclical like behavior towards each other like it happens a lot in terms of like obviously the most extreme is like cyclical violence or something like that like it's Mm -hmm. always a cycle and like eventually someone has to break that so Mm -hmm. be the bigger person in the cycle yeah because nobody likes that nobody likes being mean to people yeah you know deep down that hurts you yeah right it's like this sucks i don't like this person like we don't want to be mean to them you don't want to you don't but you feel like it's very easy to be mean to people. It's the easiest thing to do is mm-hmm. to crap all over everybody and insult them and say you suck and never apologize for anything you do because it takes humility. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to never do that. But if you don't, you know, if you don't do that, you'll never, you'll never grow. You'll never make those connections. You'll never have that, that joy and have those opportunities. Yep. It's always good to be introspective of yourself and your motives as to why you're doing something at any given moment. Yeah. But not too introspective. Not too introspective. It's called in your head. That's called in your head. Sometimes, this is a very off-handed, uh, you have TikTok? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I could post it. Do you remember the video that you took of me when I was standing out in the rain? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I made a TikTok about that where I was just like, oh, man, I hope I don't get too introspective tonight and then it just cuts <laughs> to me in the rain. That's... <laughs> It's probably the TikTok that's, it's not, I'd barely to- post it all, so I don't really get anything, like, picked up by the algorithm, but it's the TikTok that's been, like, doing the best for me. Hey, yo, how many likes? Like, almost 300, I think. Jeez. Which is, I don't know. That's a lot of likes. It's a lot for me, so yeah. That makes you happy. It does. It's like, oh, there's, like, three, yeah, like, I don't know. 300 people thought I was funny. <laughs> yes. That's more than a normal day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you for taking that video. <laughs> hey, dude, I was... I was like, okay, pictures won't do this justice. I want to watch this man stand like, in the rain. Yeah, well, because part like honestly, what I was interested in, and I was, I was like, man, his shirt's just gonna like slowly get more wet. wet. I <laughs> yeah. kind of wanted to just see. <laughs> I had to like. I'm glad like the 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 sound that I was doing on TikTok was really short because the video's not that long. Because I only stand out there for me for maybe this is like behind the curtain behind you get to. <gasps> I'm gonna peel back the magic of the TikTok no. making process. No. I was in the rain for maybe like maybe like 15 seconds and I was like this is cold and then they went back inside so not too introspective not too introspective it was for a bit so you're now in on the bit yeah well Patrick was out there just chilling in his like rain oh yeah he like just had a rain like he had like a slicker jacket on and then like I think what looked like waterproof pants or something like that he was just balling he was just standing there (laughs) not me though I was a trooper I went out there in my shorts and a (laughs) t-shirt long sleeve I was not long sleeve I thought it was long sleeve. No, it wasn't. It was my short, like, blue, like, short sleeve vibe check t-shirt. Hmm. I have the video on my phone. Maybe you were wearing just, like, shooting sleeves. Hang on, guys. I gotta pull up this video. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, describe it to you. So, Zach's uh, phone password is 346243. I have to put a fart with reverb over that now. Yep. <laughs> with reverb. It's with reverb. And I will say, if I got that right, I will be. You did not. Damn. Here we go. Short sleeve T-shirt. Nice. Yeah. One more. One more. Miss it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can hear where I say it's cold, and then I just go back inside. The magic is is broken. I will never. I'll, I'm removing my like. I lied. I have TikTok and I watched it. Fuck. That's now right. I'm gonna go below 300. 299. <laughs> also, I saw that on the spots uh, YouTube channel has 69 subscribers. So yep. it's been like that for a while, and I I like it. Just funny, um, because we're children. Um, we are children who think numbers are funny. They are. They are. Fu- hey, listen. <laughs> Sorry. I'd rather live in a world where numbers are funny than numbers aren't funny because Me too. M- more things are funny, usually a happier thing. I mean, there's definitely some things that like, okay, chill out. That doesn't need to be funny. Um, but numbers, not in that category. Not in that category, no. no. Makes like, my day when I see a 69. 
Yeah. Just like, I'm just like, yeah, maybe life's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know what? It is worth getting up today. <laughs> yeah. I just look out my window and there's just a truck that just happens to have the number 69 on it passing by my window. I'm like, damn, I was going to call in sick, but no, I'm going to work today. I'm, going to, <laughs> I'm inspired. I'm inspired. I am inspired. Or like Elon Musk, everything that he like sells to people has to have like 420 in it. And I, I just think that's incredibly funny. Like he bought Twitter, right? Yeah, he bought Twitter. Yep. For $54.20 a share because he wanted to include 420 in the price. <sighs> and just, like, the level that this man goes to just achieve bullshittery, ad- admirable. Admirable. <laughs> like, that, this is a whole-ass adult with... Way too much money. <laughs> I was going to say, way too much money, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's almost cr- it's cringy to a certain extent. It's looped back around past cringy. He's like... I wouldn't necessarily say that. No, he's like the... He's like the... Oh, that... Who is that? They're like... It's the meme where, like, the really old guy with like the skateboard and the backwards cap just like oh oh the fucking uh <laughs> it's literally uh oh my god who is, i know his name hang on hang on i know who you're talking about it's from i think the grown-ups movie or <laughs> steve buscemi yeah steve buscemi with like a he's wearing just a flavor flav outfit from like one of his music videos <laughs> just like hey kids <laughs> but yeah that happened and we're probably not going to talk about that anymore um, Steve Buscemi? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're done with him. Okay, we're done with Steve. We are rounding out uh, the hour, so... Mm. Garrett, I I have a question that I think we should answer. Yeah. Just a nice little... What's been in your, some of your favorite memories from on the spot? Mm-hmm. So straight off the bat, the thing that I just hold very fondly um, was just the the really shitty sci-fi movie nights. Mm-hmm. Where we'd we'd get some fruit scotto, we'd Owen would probably order us cookies because Owen loved to do that. There was a night where we ordered them twice. I do remember that. Oh my gosh! And we'd sit down and we'd watch like uh, Mega Anaconda versus Gatoroid. That was the definitive one. We watched that. We watched Velocipaster. Two headed shark. Two headed shark was good. Um. Um. Oh, the like Titanic two. Yeah, Titanic 2. Um, we watched the... It was like... Oh, uh... Spiders. Yeah, there was like a Spiders one. There was one where it was just dinosaurs going through like a western mining town yes, or something. Yes. Yeah, I can't remember what that was called, but... <laughs> but just like... All these... All these like really... They're just really bad movies. Yeah, movies that probably had like a budget of maybe like $100,000. Probably less than that. Oh, yeah. And it was... It was wonderful. You it know? was wonderful. Just like... Because you just like... You just shit on them, honestly. Yeah. And it's uh, it's just a way to express yourself. It was our fun version of mystery science theater. Mm-hmm. Spotty theater. Spotty theater. So that I I really enjoyed that, and just kind of getting the opportunity to to lead wa- workshops and be led in workshops, and just kind of see the diversity of ideas uh, for how we view improv and what we believe that we should focus on in scenes. I I really enjoyed getting that experience and just being able to. To work and grow towards something and say, hey, no, we want to be good. Yeah. The goal is to be good so we can make people have a better time at our shows. Yeah, definitely. That was something that, I don't know if I talked to you about this, but it was something that I got from just, like, talking with, like, Emma Trent from Ball State and, uh, like, Ben Prentice from, like, MU and, like, just talking to, like, other, like, people on exec boards from other teams. But, like, we're actually, like, the fact that we, like, rotate who hosts workshops is actually, like, pretty unique apparently mm-hmm. like we're especially just like having like individual like people like we let all of our noobs hosted workshops this semester and which shows. is like yeah and shows like every single noob on our team by the end of this year has hosted at least one workshop and one show which is insane because mm-hmm. um, like i don't think that's ever happened or like at least like while we've been on the team no and but, there's six of them yeah and there are six of them uh but yeah it's been absolutely awesome just like for one, like, not even just, like, with the news, but, like, just seeing what everyone wants to, like, focus on and, like, teach each other and just, like, how much we've been able to teach each other, I think. Because I think we're all just so, again, it's, like, one of our strengths from, like, being so different from each other in terms of, like, 
you know, like you said, we all kind of like fit into like a similar sense of humor, but like we still are just so different people just in terms of how we think and like rationalize stuff. Oh yeah. And like teaching each other how to like, you know, just new like viewpoints or perspective on like how to like view just stuff that we've always done with improv. So Mm -hmm. that has definitely also been one of my like favorite things is just like just seeing so many different viewpoints and like stuff that we all kind of view. It's like something like as simple as like how to build character and like viewing like 12 different ways as to what, how people do this. It's been awesome. Yeah. And like just the fact that we are, we are self-taught. Yeah, we are self-taught. 100% self-taught. And I think even just rotating through all those people allows you to get the full range of learning from everyone where it's literally just like everyone's bringing what they have to the table and say, Hey, here's how I look at things. And I just think that's a really good model, even just beyond improv. If you have a group of people where there's not like, oh, this is the person who knows everything. We don't know anything, you know. And I feel like you just caught up, get caught up and lose kind of innovation. You lose growth when one person's kind of like put on the pedestal of like, they know everything. We are, we yeah. are lowly. Yeah. I think it's good that we do it also just because like, for one, that can put a lot of pressure on one person. But also like, I don't know. I think it like takes agency away from other people in terms of like mm -hmm. them like you know if you're depending on one person to like teach you everything like that you like lose kind of that drive to like find stuff out on your own and like yeah. figure out what works for you because also like you know like what works for like you doesn't work for me in terms of like performing like we are like just the two of us are very different performers <laughs> yes like pretty yeah we're pretty, <laughs> pretty yes. different performers even just like yeah like some days like in terms of like energy level even but just like, the fact that we are able to, like, bounce ideas off of each other. Like, you have definitely inspired me to, like, do, like, like have, like, bigger energy characters and, like, do more, like, physical stuff. And that's something that I wouldn't get if I just, like, only listened to, like, one person or if, like, you know. Mm -hmm. We all don't want to morph into the same performer, essentially. Yeah, but we all kind of trend towards a better performer yeah. when we do, you know, yeah. compile things. Because I think that's something that I have grown a lot in as well is just seeing, like, I don't know, like, if, you, if you've never seen Zach perform, he just has, like, I don't know. He just, like, really, in my opinion, he does a really good job of, like, acknowledging the reality and being, like, this is what we need. This is the, like, you have made, you've made this bed, you're going to sleep in it, you know? Like, I, I don't know. And just, like. I like to hold keep people accountable for their bits. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, and to me, that makes the improv world so much more beautiful. It's like, no, this isn't just some random BS that we're saying up here. It's like. You made this world. This is the world we live in. <laughs> and I, I love that. I think one of my favorite things is doing <laughs> stuff where people are, like, very obviously trying to do a bit. And also, like, sometimes I do it because I think it's just funny to, like, see how people, like, I was like, I know you don't have, like, anything else cooking other than this one-liner, but now we're going to do a whole scene about it. <laughs> and granted, I also don't just kneecap it. I think I'm a decent, like, I'm a very good supporter in the fact that I can help them build that scene around, like, whatever that one-liner is. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I do... I do like doing that. <laughs> no, it's it's beautiful. I I love it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. I think one of my other, I mean, obviously, like, the festivals are always, like, a huge thing for me. Like, mm -hmm. that's just been, like, honestly, I think, like, I don't know. This is very much, like, improv dad of me, but, like, something I touched on. But, like, I honestly think one of my favorite memories that I've had on this team is just, like, taking the noobs this year to festivals and seeing them, like, go from people who are like yeah i like this team and like it's something that i want to keep doing to like i want to be on exec like i love this i want to keep talking to all these people like mm -hmm. that was probably like one of the most like rewarding things in the world to me was like seeing our noobs and like people who hadn't gone to festivals before just like lose themselves in the culture and like the like awesome time that you can have at them it was mm -hmm. so nice yeah Yeah. Yeah. We've had some good times. Yeah. Indeed we have. We have. But sad to sad to leave it all behind, but I know, like we said earlier, we're incredibly psyched and just proud of this team that we're leaving behind. Yeah, we are. We Yeah. I'm excited for what's next for me and I don't know if I'm assuming you feel the same in terms of just yeah i also am excited for what's next for zach thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it sucks to say goodbye but we are very happy with how the team is and 
I'm very happy with the time I spent here and I'll always remember it. So, yeah, no, it's, it would, it would suck to not want to say goodbye to something because you didn't care enough about it. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I feel like we probably would have just dipped without doing this, (laughs) but no, we wanted to say something. So, uh, but with that, I think we are about out of time here. So, um, yeah. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye everyone. Thanks for listening in to all these episodes and us being weird and funky and cool. Um, this will return, but as Garrett and I said, we will. We might be on episodes at some point in the future. Ooh. Ooh. But keep, keep your eye out. But we will not be on as spotties, and uh, I won't be on as the host anymore. I don't know who the host is going to be next year. So it might be a rotating thing. It might be something, but yeah, we, we shall see. We could hire somebody. We could. We could hire a celebrity. Yep, get Pat Bosco back in here. We're going to hire Pat Bosco. You heard it here first. <laughs> Pat Bosco, the ex-dean of students, will be coming back. <laughs> He will be coming back as the host of On This Podcast. Yes. Um, but no. So thank you all for listening. It's been a blast. Um, and uh, we'll see you when we see you. Bye. Bye.